Hello and welcome to a very special NL full-time podcast. We're at the National League promotion final at the London Stadium in Stratford. Um, it's episode 49, season four. We might, we might yet make it to 50, but uh, this one is all about the culmination of the National League season, the last game in English football, I believe, um, in 2021-2022 season. Uh, and prior to the game, I'm with uh, our ever-present, as I call him, Dickie Wharton. And funny enough, we're recording this little bit up the, uh, the orbit, the tower that overlooks this part of London. Some fantastic views. Uh, the O2 in the background, uh, Wembley not too far away, the new purpose-built ABBA venue, etc. Dickie, it's always an, a great occasion to be at, and uh, whilst it's had a lot of stick, the venue, it does feel like the venue fitting of uh, a great occasion, doesn't it? Yeah, I think it does. Um, I mean, uh, it's pretty peaceful up here looking down on it all. It's not quite the same at ground level, and I've walked through um, a lot of Grimsby Town supporters who are down there who, who are clearly enjoying their day so far and the, and the build-up to it. We're looking forward to a great game. I mean, it, they, it, the prize is, you know, a spot in the AFL um, is not to be sniffed at in any way, is it? And, and this does feel like a fitting venue. Travelling here, it was very evident to, to Dickie and myself just how disproportionate the supporter base is going to be today. Um, obviously, a, an awful lot more Grimsby Town fans, but uh, they'd um, they'd be best advised not to take Solihull Moors lightly today, wouldn't they? Oh, very definitely. Um, I, I think Solihull's league record, I mean, the fewest number of defeats of anybody in the league, you know, and, that, and that's including Stockport County, who, who went up as champions, says that Solihull are not a team to be taken lightly. They've got a lot more to them than perhaps people realise. Um, I think there's a little bit of precedent in recent seasons that in the, of the, the two teams that have gone up in recent seasons from the National League to the AFL, one of them each year has always been a team making their debut into the EFL. Um, Solihull have got their opportunity to do that today. They've never been to this level before. Um, and, you know, it's, it's there for them. If he's got a feel of any recent final, perhaps it's, it's that one between Harrogate and Notts County. Club on the way up against club with a lot of history. Yes, very much so. Um, you know, Harrogate, um, we're on the up. Notts County looking to get back into the EFL after being relegated the season before, hoping to just spend one season here. That's very much the scenario for Grimsby. They're trying to, to bounce straight back up. It's not easily achieved. Um, and we didn't even think they were going to be here at some points during the season um, with their form. So the, the fact that they are is a testament to, to how strongly they've come on in the latter part of the season. Well, that's how Dickie and I are feeling uh, pre-match. What about the Grimsby and the Solihull Moors supporters themselves? I've got Bob Ellis here with me. Bob, you've been a Grimsby fan for a, a number of years. It's been one heck of a ride to this final. How are you feeling pre-match? Yeah, pretty chilled about it. We came into the playoffs with no great expectations. We weren't favourites against Notts County. We weren't favourites against Wrexham. We're not favourites today. So far, so good. So, fingers crossed, another result in our favour. And if it's not in your favour going into the 90th or 93rd or 95th minute, you'll, you'll still have hope and belief, won't you? Absolutely. 96 minutes is a good, good minute for us. Uh, yeah, we, we'll keep playing until the very end. That's been shown in the last two games. Uh, if we play like we played in the first two playoff games, yeah, we, we would stay confident all the way through. 
And whilst you are one of those kind of big six, if you like, teams in the National League, you won't be carrying quite the same levels of hurt that the others were going into these playoffs, will you? Because you've been down here before, you've done it before, you've found your way back. And, and I'm sure you've also, you know, gathered a lot of respect for the National League in the times you've been here both times. Yeah, we have. Uh, so we, uh, we were in this league six years, I think it was, uh, for the first time. Difficult to get out of. We were in the playoffs three or four years running. Uh, in the final two years running so we went again the hard way uh, having been through a lot of pain a lot of suffering but here we are again we didn't expect to be in this position so whatever outcome today we're going to stay positive even if we lose god forbid uh, yeah we're going to stay positive we've got good good team spirit uh, fans are right behind the team always have been all season yeah we're, we're up for it it's always talking away to look forward to next year if you don't make it's a consolation prize but um, one thing I, I would like to ask you a comment on, obviously the National League have had a bit of stick for the venue and then the pricing, but what it has shown is the unity of the, the British non-league um, football supporting public. Um, would you like to say a word for one or two of the uh, other clubs and fans and people that have helped to subsidise the tickets for some of the Grizzly fans? Yeah, absolutely. Appreciate the solidarity, particularly from Wrexham fans who we beat in the semis. Uh, but yeah, it's good to see all supporters coming together exactly what we would expect from this level of football uh, from the football, football community generally not just this, this level but yeah we, we appreciate it and yeah thanks to everyone who has cashed in put, put the money in and this is the most predictable question but I've got to ask it and it'll go down as gold if you get it right when you listen back to the podcast your thoughts on uh, what the score might be today yeah it's going to be 2-1 to town we're going to be going 1-0 down maybe but we're going to come back in the 95th minute and then get with an extra time Brilliant. Bob, thanks. And to your pals for joining us as well. Good luck. Enjoy the day. We've got just under half an hour to kick off here at uh, West Ham now. And um, we've had to take shelter from Sweet Caroline outside. They've got the singing contest uh, going on. Um, we're looking for somebody for a bit of a solid all reaction. You couldn't really ask anybody better than the father of Ryan Barnett, Dave, who um, I will confess we do know one another from many years ago. Yes. We've got a past following... A club that does not perhaps doing too well these days, but still remained in the Premier League. So, yeah, looking forward to today. Yeah, I mean, uh, you you've been away, so you sort of like not seen how Ryan's been this week. But I imagine it, they've tried to keep it business as usual. I would have thought. Yeah, they have. Yeah, he's trained a couple of days and a couple of days off, then back in again, and then they travelled down yesterday and had a bit of a training session on the pitch to get used to the surroundings and uh, have the photographs and things like that, like they do. Um, so yeah, it's been a, a normal week for him really, so uh, we've kept everything the same, same routine and I think he's quite looking forward to it. I think that's important, isn't it, you know, not, not to let this occasion overwhelm you and just like play it like it's the next game. Yeah, definitely, definitely. You, you, can, you can tell when it's pre-match, just goes a little bit quiet, keeps himself to himself and then, um, you know, it's all smiles after the game usually. So, so yeah, kept it all the same as if it's just another game in one way. Although there's a bit more on it than normal games, but yeah, it's looking forward to it. Same routine. Sure. And you know, I mentioned to you outside, you know, in terms of this isn't the, the pinnacle necessarily. It's it's a it's a lifetime moment so far. Yeah. But, you know, in terms of like you know you driving riding around the country to football and all the miles you put in, days like this are going to make it worthwhile, isn't it? Oh, 100 percent. We've definitely done thousands and thousands of miles this season. Particularly as every ground seems to be south of where we live, of Solihull, definitely. Um, but yeah, it, it all makes it worthwhile and. Um, no, you can't beat it. It'd be nice to be at Wembley, but still a final's a final and it's a big ground and really looking forward to it. 
I mean, obviously, Solihull win is, is what you, you want. You want to see your, yeah. your son successful. Groove be a good side, though, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, they are. I just hope they can play to their potential like they have done for, for many, many games now. Um, they've beaten Grimsby a couple of times, but they were tough games, so I think today will be tough as well. But, yeah, all being well, they'll come through it, and big prize at the end of it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this time, 12 months ago, I think Ryan had just seen his, his long spell at Shrewsbury come to an end. And yeah. You know, I suppose days like this, at that point in time, seemed a long way off. It certainly did, yeah. You're never quite sure when you move from one club to another what it's going to bring and whether you do the right thing. But, um, you know, from his personal perspective, he's had over 40 uh, games this season, double, double figures in assists. You know, if, if they can win today, it's just absolutely brilliant. So, yeah, it's been definitely the right thing for him, and he's really enjoyed it. Dicky, half an hour gone, nil-nil, and, and 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 that kind of sums it up a little bit for Grimsby at the moment. Um, very much a feel of that Harrogate Notts County game a couple of years ago. Um, the smaller side with a less expectation, less fans are just settled, playing a nice game. Nothing to show for it yet. And Grimsby, don't get me wrong, they've they've settled far better than Notts County did two years ago. But it does have a similar feel to it, doesn't it, right now? It does, yeah. Now you've spoken about. Solihull being a well-oiled, well-drilled side, and they look like they've dropped into that groove pretty quickly in this game. Um, Grimsby are coming back at them now, though. Yeah. And I think Grimsby are set up pretty well defensively, but they haven't got their more attacking, more cohesive forward play going at all yet, have they? No, they haven't. There's just that little bit more. I just get that feeling with Solihull going forward. There's just that little more clear about what it is that they want to do. Um, when they get into the final third but again this game could turn on absolutely anything Barra with the ball back across Hudlin scores Hudlin scores for the Moors they lead 1-0 that is a terrific header from Kyle Hudlin and the thing about it is that that attacking move from Solihull the pass into the box didn't find its target but they got onto it anyway Laid it off, sent the cross in, and Hudlin was there, and he's back the decision to start him today. And what a time to score the first goal, right on the 45-minute mark. Grimsby nil, Solihull Moors won. Yeah, that is a really good, powerful downward header from Hudlin, beating Crocombe to his left-hand side. It's the kind of opportunity that they were looking to create for him last week in the semi-final. Unfortunately, they fell to his feet, which he isn't the strongest with. But when 
the ball is put into the air, onto his head, in the penalty area. There's often only one outcome. And Solihull lead 1-0. We've got yellow and blue flares from the fans at their end of the pitch. And, uh, yeah, we have the first goal. So the teams are out for the second half. No substitutions at half-time by either side. And we go again with uh, Solihull Moors having that precious lead given to him on half-time by Kyle Hudlin. Tense moments for Ardley and everybody of Solihull Moors persuasion. Ardley, of course, has been here before as the favourite with Notts County. It didn't go right for him on that day. Now he's returned with the underdogs. Solihull Moors, they got a precious, precious lead. And there are 26 minutes to go. again John McAtee give him a chance and he buries it 69 minutes gone Grimsby won Solly Holmes won game on 20 minutes to go then Dickies a different atmosphere in the stadium now Grimsby are used to coming from behind they've done it again they'll feel really confident now won't they yeah, I think so. I mean, like, given the boost, um, the, the, the noise that their crowd are making now um, after that goal, they say coming from behind has been their forte and they've done it again. You know, they, they, it's the kind of thing that makes you believe that, that it's, this is your year. Six added minutes here at the London Stadium and both sets of supporters are sort of it ramps them up a little bit as if to so. say, we could do it in normal time. The 90 minutes are up and we're into Grimsby Town time. So the 90 minutes or the 96 minutes are up and uh, it remains one all. And Dickie, we're no nearer knowing which of these two sides is going to get promotion to the Football League at this point. No, we're not. We thought we'd get a Grimsby fight back in the second half. You know, they've, they've shown that they have that character. We got that fight back. They got the goal from McAtee. He's gone off now, so they're missing a little bit of that, that X factor. But, yeah, heading into 30 minutes of extra time. And um, unknown territory, this for Solihull, whereas Grimsby have been here twice before in the playoffs. Absolutely. And I think it's probably for that reason and that reason only. If you force me to stick 50 quid on one of the teams right now, it would go on Grimsby. But uh, who knows what lies ahead. Into extra time we go then. One all. Lovely moment between the two managers on the touchline a few seconds ago. Come together, a little bit of conversation, an arm round each other, and now they go back into their technical boxes where it's a lonely old place at times today, a long way away from the dugouts. Uh, both teams choosing only to have their manager in the technical zone perhaps seen the assistants wander out once or twice but uh, off we go again Ben Fox gets things going for Grimsby Dickie we're approaching uh, the end of the first half in extra time you can see players out there that look spent one or two maybe like Dallas is going to stay on now probably because he's going to be a uh, a shoe in for one of the penalty takers for Solihull Moors but 
mistakes are creeping in. Players look tired from both sides, and and it and it brings up the old chestnut of a question: extra time in this day and age, is it the right thing? You know, if you're going to settle a game, you've got to settle it somehow, haven't you? You know, adding adding 30 minutes on of extra time at, in a game like this, when everybody's played a 44 game season, you've played playoff games as well. Is I, I agree with you. Is it asking just that bit too much of players? Because um, what you don't want is a final like this settled by a mistake. So we're about to get underway for the second period of extra time. It remains one all here. And interestingly, the Solihull Moors team all naturally, in a very upbeat way, went for a huddle. And then Grimsby were just walking on the pitch and I think they thought we better do one as well, but it was an afterthought. Um, and now that huddle's delaying the, uh, the kickoff. But neither of these sides got to this point without a whole lot of togetherness. Who's gonna have that extra little bit of energy, that extra little bit of creativity? Who's gonna find that finish? Who is gonna separate these two sides? In comes the ball. It's flicked on by a Solihull Moors player and poked in by Jordan Maguire Drew. Another goal from a set piece. And Grimsby have the lead with nine minutes to go. Solihull Moors one, Grimsby two. Well, Dickie, we said Maguire Drew was a big game player. Could he come on? and uh, caused some damage to Moores. We talked about the lack of real quality players on the bench for Solihull Moors today. Grimsby's have come on to good effect. Dizarube, Abrahams and Maguire do in the attacking positions. They've got the fresher legs. And ironically, it's another set-piece goal. And Solihull Moors players have won the first header on nearly all those long throws today. They did so again, but they flicked it straight into the path of Maguire Drew, who said, thank you very much. I'll put us 2-1 up. Yeah, he absolutely gobbled up that chance, didn't he? I mean, they did, no missing that one from the position he found himself in. Um, it's tough on Sully Hall. Absolutely it is, because, you know, at this stage of the game, a so goal like that goes in, you think that's going to be a winner? So Maycock is coming off now and he's going to be replaced by Mark Ellis who, uh, well, he'll come on in a yeah, defensive position to allow Callum Howe to go up top which just shows the lack of options Solihull Moors have got but don't rule out Ellis getting involved in any attacking set pieces Solihull Moors might get in the remaining minutes because he has a tremendous goal scoring record from the back and that's it Grimsby Town have reclaimed their place in the EFL with a 2-1 win over Solihull Moors here at the London Stadium players from both sides collapsed on the turf overcome with the emotion of it all Solihull flat out but it's Grimsby who've hit the heights and they will take their place in the EFL next season only one season after losing that place they've got it back
that's it. The full-time whistle's gone. Grimsby have made it through. And it's celebration time for the Mariners. Heartache for the Moors. Final score, Grimsby 2, Solly Old Moors 1. Simply the best, and who can argue with that? As Grimsby, for the third time in these playoffs, come from behind to win. And the prize is huge on this occasion. They returned to the Football League at the first attempt. An incredible feat. They led the uh, National League for a little while and then fell away with some horrible form. But they regrouped, they came again and they timed that run to perfection. And the character and the grit they've shown through these playoffs, nobody could deny that they deserve the place they've rightfully earned in the Football League. Ben Fox, you're celebrating in front of the Grimsby fans. You've come from behind in all three games. You're back to the Football League and the man of the match as well. Does it get any better than that? I don't think so when you put it like that. Uh, unbelievable, unbelievable experience. We've been, we've played three extra times and we've had to dug deep each, each time. And um, the group's unbelievable. Uh, the belief that's been instilled from us from day one. Uh, we, we've done it the hard way, but, but we're back. Look at the fans, they, they, they deserve it. And, uh, yeah, unbelievable. And how amazing has this support been? The full 13,000 today. Incredible. They've been incredible all year. Uh, the club's massive, it's a special football club and they deserve this, they deserve this for all the uh, uh, all the difficult times that they've had recently, uh, the owners deserve it because they've been unbelievable, the gaffer deserves it. everybody associated with the football club is just good people and, and good people deserve rewards. Congratulations, enjoy the celebration. Luke, very quick word with you for the NL full-time podcast, proud man today, you've certainly given your all, everybody in the team over these three games and the whole season, how are you feeling? Absolutely delighted, you know, to, to do it the way we've done, I don't think it can ever be beaten. Come behind three times, extra time three times, I don't, I don't think it'll ever be beat. And the fans, amazing. you got the whole 13,000 in today. Yeah. Absolutely delighted for the fans. They've travelled in the numbers all season, come so far. Everywhere we've been, they've travelled in the numbers and again today. And as I said, I played a part last season in the relegation. I'm absolutely delighted to get the football club back at the first attempt. Brilliant, well done. Neil, it was a very tight game. You started well, you got the first goal as well. But as the game wore on, and I think you just alluded to it there, do you think ultimately the difference between the two sides might have been the greatest strength in depth that Grimsby could call on on the day? Possibly. Um, you know, like I say, we had a young goalie from the academy, a, a centre-half, a right-back on the bench, a centre midfielder and one forward. And, you know, I like to have more than that. But even if we'd have had... Um, seven subs or nine subs, I probably wouldn't have been able to put anything else on the bench. You know, losing Jamie Osborne, Adam Rooney, Justin Donner, players like that meant that we was very thin in the options to change the game. And uh, Paul has done it well with the lads that have come on in, in, in all of the playoff games. They've made a difference. And today, one of them's popped up and, and got the winner. Well, the circumstances are different from your promotion uh, this time as opposed to last time. Um, you rebounded back after just one season. Does this make this the bigger achievement in your book than maybe last time? Possibly, in truth, if I look at it like that. Um, because, again, we are sort of harboring on it, but you look at some of the teams that we've overcome, um, we know that what they have resources available to them, 
you know, is what is a ridiculously competitive league. Uh, I think perhaps it does. Um, like I said, the other one would be special for different reasons, but I was certainly special today. Uh, felt, like I said, even at the end, I, I spoke about being very emotional after the Wrexham game. Today I kind of was emotional in, in the lead-up a little bit, uh, certain little moments. But afterwards it wasn't that, it was almost just a, a delight, a joy, uh, and to go around you know, embracing the players, seeing the fans, then my family, and friends. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's a special moment. That was the victorious Grimsby manager Paul Hurst. What an incredible achievement it is for him to take Grimsby up via the playoffs for the second time and to be straight back in the Football League. That's it for this uh, National League promotion final special. We'll be back at least once more over the next couple of the weeks to review the season. Have a look at how we did with our uh, predictions this season and to bring you reaction from the non-league paper-sponsored National Game Awards. Until then, uh, enjoy your break from the football and uh, we'll speak to you all again very soon. Don't forget you can subscribe to us on all good podcasting platforms. Uh, But from the NL full-time team, for now, it's goodbye and congratulations to Grimsby.